Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Leveraging Gifts Podcast. I'm your host, Anquilla Bello. Lately, I've been having conversations with friends, family members, and community members about the power of words and being intentional about what you say. Oftentimes, we'll say things offhandedly out of frustration or because we're trying to be funny. And what we don't realize is that those words we're saying are writing our life's story. And the trippy part about all of this is that the more you say those words, the more you start to believe them as truth. Because once you hear something for so long over and over again, or you recite it, that thing becomes ingrained in you. And then it starts to become your truth. And the thing about beliefs or what we believe to be true is that once you believe something, it's literally recited over and over in your mind. We have 70,000 thoughts going through our minds on a daily basis. And those thoughts lead to how we feel and what we feel lead to our actions. So if we're saying something over and over and that thing that we're saying becomes ingrained in us as a belief, that belief now is on repeat in our mind and it leads to certain emotions, positive emotions, negative emotions, emotions of sadness, of joy, of happiness, and whatever those emotions are they typically will lead to our actions and our actions produce what we see around us the very idea that what we say out of our mouths continually is actually writing our life story is a bit trippy because then it makes you stop and think what have I been saying what have I been speaking about my own life think about it this way usually when an author is writing a book they're either typing the story or they're using pen and paper or pencil and paper, right? It's a physical act. There's typing, there's pen and paper, but some authors may use the dictation feature that a lot of word processors have. So instead of them writing or typing, they may start to just begin to speak the story into their word processor. And as they're speaking the story, the words are being written. As you're speaking these things out loud, The story of your life is being written. So that makes me wonder, how often have you said things that you didn't fully mean, but then you begin to start to see those things as a part of your reality? And you begin to wonder, why is this something that's continually happening in my life? An example could be you're continually saying, man, I can't get this weight off. It's just so hard for me to lose weight. I can't maintain my ideal weight. And you say that thing so much you say it over and over again and then six months later even though you have tried working out you fixed your diet you went from plan to plan and done all these different things you're at the same weight the problem there if we really think about it is that those words that you said because you said them so often they became your belief and you believed that you couldn't lose the weight you believed that your body would never change. And you literally started to believe that because you started by saying the words. Words have so much power and we forget that. We forget how intentional we need to be when it comes to what we say. And if you're a parent, you think back to when your child was little, you were very intentional about the things that you told them or you were very intentional 
about the things that they said out loud if they said they couldn't do something or they said something bad or mean you're like hey don't say that don't say can't say I'm learning or I'm trying or you told them not to say certain things that you thought was belittling to another person or you stopped people if they were saying things to your children that you felt would affect them in a certain way but the problem becomes once they're no longer super little when they're past the ages of five or seven or eight we begin to say things to them and to ourselves especially ourselves not realizing that we're still creating that same narrative if you have a kid who may actually in reality as you can see take a long time to clean their room I'm going to use a trivial example here right you feel that they take way too long to clean their room it should be a 30 maybe 45 minute process and it's taking them three hours and you tend to say oh my gosh why does it always take you all day to clean your room like you're in there for five hours that makes no sense it every time you clean your room it takes all day long can you move faster why does it take so long and you're constantly saying that so now what you're doing is you're writing the story for that child you're ingraining that belief in them that it takes them a long time because then they start to believe it takes them a long time so then when they start moving instead of them moving faster instead of them moving at a different pace they may even start moving slower because it already takes me a long time and then what you said begins to manifest itself as truth so think back over your own life think back towards some situations or some things that you see that are a reality right now that either you love or you don't love and figure out is this something that I said so many times and now this thing has become permanent in my life or is this something that someone else said out loud and then I started to believe it there's a book that I read several years ago and I'm actually reading it again now which inspired this episode and it's called Hung by the Tongue and in that book he uses a lot of biblical references to talk about the power of our words and our tongues and how our words can trip us up and there were three things that he said that create our thoughts because essentially we know that our thought life is what produces the words that we say out of our mouth and it's so crazy because basically all of that is a circular process is cyclical this is often what we say about the economy that everything happens in a cycle that is cyclical it constantly goes around in the same pattern and that's the same thing about our words our thoughts our emotions our actions our results typically your either your words will produce your thoughts or your thoughts produce your words but they're coming from the same thing it's literally a circle so you have these thoughts these thoughts create your emotions and how you feel your feelings and your emotions determine and how you act what you do basically your actions those determine the results that you see and then the results that you see make you say certain things so then you say these things out loud and these things again become your thoughts and beliefs then your thoughts and beliefs lead to your emotions your emotions and feelings lead to your actions and results and it goes right back to the words that you say out of your mouth so if you want to see something different in the natural then you have to start saying something different it doesn't matter what you're actually seeing in front of you you have to start saying the things that you actually want to see and then this actually does take me to the word of God because it tells us that faith is the evidence of things not 
seen. So let's think about that for a second. Not seen. If something is not seen, it's not in a physical realm. So having faith means that you believe that there's a truth that you may not see in the moment. That yeah, there may be something happening right now that's fact, but there's a absolute truth that you don't see in the moment. And you believe that truth over what you're seeing in your reality. To make it more plain, I would tell you to think about things like physics, aerodynamics. Those things have absolute truths. No matter what we see or believe, there are certain things in physics, what goes up must come down. It's just going to happen. Even if we don't see it coming down, eventually it's going to come down because that's the absolute truth. There's a speed limit, right? There's a posted speed limit that you can drive. It may be 40 miles per hour. That's the law. That's a fact, right? However, People break laws all the time. So you decide that I'm going to go 50 or I'm going to go 60, even though the limit is 40 based on the law. But there's a law that you can't break. You can't break the law of aerodynamics because at a certain speed, if your car goes into a curve, aerodynamics says that your car will flip. And that is going to happen. You can't break that law because that's an unbreakable law right? If we put that in our minds and then we start to think about our words and we go back to the word of God, he tells us the power of our words is so important. There are several instances in the Bible where the power of words were illustrated or illuminated. And for me, I believe in really making the Bible practical because it is. It's principles that we can live by, but a lot of times we make it so spiritual that we don't understand the practical applications. So since we're talking about words, I really want to talk about the practical application of some of these things that the Bible showed us when it comes to the power of our actual words. And the first thing I want to even mention is that we were made in the likeness of God. So if we were made in his likeness and we think about how he created the world that we see and that we live in, it was through the power of his spoken word. He said and then it was so. So if we're created in his image, then that means our words have power. We say and then it is so. So if our words have power because we're created in his image, then it makes sense that we should be mindful of the things that we say because we're producing life. It, it even tells us that life and death is in the power of the tongue. If that wasn't true, then it wouldn't have been in the word of God. So if life and death resides in your mouth, it resides in the words that you say and that you speak. So it brings me to the conclusion that I should be mindful of what I say and what I speak because I'm either creating life for myself or for a particular situation or I'm bringing death to a particular situation and a lot of times when we think about death we literally think like death like oh my god somebody's gonna die but no death to like whatever you really want to happen I use weight because it's something we can kind of literally tangibly see if you want to lose weight but you're constantly saying you can't you're bringing death to the very ability of you being able to lose weight if you want to get the promotion but you're saying you're underqualified you're killing your opportunity to even get the promotion with your own words because because you'll start to believe that those words when you say it enough will make you start to believe that you're underqualified and then when you get ready to go to even fill out the application you'll feel so anxious so nervous so unsure of yourself that's those emotions again that you won't fill out the application and then when you don't fill out the application of course you're not going to get the position so your actions were to not fill out the application and then that led to the results of you not getting the promotion and then what happens you're still in the same position and so now you're looking 
looking at the reality, I knew I couldn't get a promotion. And now you're saying those things over and over again. I'll never get a promotion. And then you're thinking, I'll never get a promotion. But it literally started with your thoughts. So what if you reframe that? What if you thought, dang, I deserve a promotion. A promotion is in my future. I can feel promotion coming. I know that promotion is mine. I've been doing this work and I'm great at it. I can't wait to be promoted. That creates a different feeling within you. It creates a level of excitement. It creates a level of knowing, right? So then with that feeling, you go and you fill out the application because you already know the promotion is mine. You've said it, you've thought it, you've felt it. So then your action is to do the application. And if you get the interview, you interview for it because and you interview for it from a level of confidence because you already believe because you've said it enough that it's yours. And from there, you get the job, you get the promotion. So then your results is dang, I got the promotion. So we have to understand how powerful our words are. If this episode helped you in any way, I encourage you to share it with two friends because I'm pretty sure there's someone in your life who you were thinking about when you were listening. And until next time, may your gifts make room for you.